0: And oh. hey, look at him go! He's got it! Go! Touchdown! Touchdown! The Bills make me wanna show. Kick your heels up and show Throw your hands up and show Throw your hands back and show We're making it happen now We've got the spirit A lot of spirit, yeah We've got the spirit Just watch it happen now hey hey hey, 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 Let's go, Buffalo Let's go, Buffalo Let's go, Buffalo Let's go, buffalo. Let's go buffalo. The make me wanna... Nobody circles the wagons Like the buffalo Okay, guys, where else would you rather be? Where else would you rather be than next to your iPod, smartphone, or wherever you get your podcasts listening to the J Red Show? It is now time for the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills defeat the New England Patriots. 35 to 23 eliminating their rivals from the playoffs. In a in a scene right from mo- the movie. On the very first play of the game, the very first kickoff, Naheem Hines runs it 96 yards. For the game-opening touchdown, the very first play after the DeMar Hamlin near tragedy. You could not have scripted it any better. Take the writers of Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The Sopranos. Pushing it, moving in your Disney movie like Angels in the Outfield, Angels in the End Zone. That was the perfect start to the game. It was a 96-yard touchdown. 9 minus 6 equals 3. DeMar Hamlin's number. Their first kickoff return for a touchdown in 3 years and 3 months. As for the rest of the game, it really seemed like New England controlled most of it. But the Bills hit the big plays. New England took a 17-14 lead. When Hines got another kickoff return for a touchdown. Josh Allen completed two huge passes. To John Brown and to Stephon Diggs. And that's what gave the Bills the victory. But when it comes to controlling play. It really felt like New England sustained more drives. New England, um... And even though the Bills won, it did seem like at times the Bills were losing the game and was sparring out of control. If not for those big plays. So, there is a lot of concern with this team. Especially with an injury depleted um, defensive side of the ball, but they have a future Hall of Fame MVP quarterback who when he is on his game and he, everything's clicking, he is unstoppable and he can overcome the flaws and the problems with this team. Josh Allen was 19 1931, 254 yards, three touchdowns, four interceptions. Max Jones, 24-3 three yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Basically, the Bills' hope for the Super Bowl is that just just that one they start to get healthy, which I think they are. Like, but that, but that uh, Micah Hyde's coming back, Jamison is coming back. I mean, Hyde is really going to help the defense. But, the the hope for the Super Bowl is that Josh Allen just takes it to another level. So, while I have my concerns, with, concerns especially with the coordinators of Leslie Frazier and um, Ken Dorsey, I do have hope that Josh Allen can just take this team to the next level. I really feel like he just needs to t- take control of the playbook... And call his own game. The running game is also why I am um have hope for the future. I have a little bit of hope for the Super Bowl. We saw Hines with those two kickoff returns for the touchdown. But James Cook had nine carries for 45 yards. Singletary had seven carries for 29 yards. I really think the Bills are giving me hope for the future. For the, that's giving me a whole bit of hope. So I do have some concerns, but I have some reason for optimism. Now on to their opponent for the wildcard game, the Miami Dolphins. Miami kept it. Miami, on paper, Miami is a tough opponent. They beat the Bills earlier this year, and then in in Miami, and then barely, and then Buffalo barely escaped them in Buffalo in December. But two or is out with injury. And Miami just limped into the playoffs, barely beating a terrible New York Jets team nine to six. And now Buffalo is thirteen point favorites. So I mentioned my concern about the defense and how Max Jones controlled the game. I probably wait, they 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 beat the Jets eleven to six, not nine to six. But if Skylar Thompson lights up this defense, then I get concerned. But I'm expecting a a huge bounce-back game from the defense. I expect Skylar Thompson to struggle out there. Tyreek Sills has some injury problems, and it is just not looking good for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, any given Sunday, a win is not guaranteed but it's pretty close to being guaranteed. This uh, without Tua, the Dolphins are probably the weakest of team in the NFL playoffs. Even with Tua, I was never sold on Miami as a Super Bowl contender. I thought they were good. I thought they were decent. I thought that I, I was pretty confident that that the dolphins were going to make the wild card round. But with two attack of a low even with two attack of lower, even when they're 8 and 3, I was just not quite convinced that they are a Super Bowl contender, even with all the weapons they have. And now two us futures uncertain and <clears throat> I don't know how i would be feeling if I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. On one hand, I would say to myself, okay, we made the playoffs for the first time since 2016. In that regard, I consider the season a success. It's like the Bills in 2017. You knew you were not going anywhere with Tyrod Taylor. You were just happy to end the longest active playoff drought in sports. But, Tua's future is uncertain. They just have way too many question marks. I mean, and, and, and yes, it was our first playoff appearance since 2016. But in the last 20 years, it's just that year. That was their only playoff. That's only one of two playoff appearances. The other one being the uh, 2008 division championship, the year Tom Brady went down with injury. So expectations are high for this game. <coughs> And now on to the playoff format. I mean, the goal for the Buffalo Bills was to get the number one seed. Because they would have gotten a much-needed bye week and um, get home-field advantage throughout the playoffs. Well, because of the DeMar Hamlin incident, they were unable to finish that Bengals game. And as a result, Kansas City crushes the Raiders, and Buffalo has to settle for the number two seed. But the one consolation prize is the if the Bills face the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, it will be played on a neutral field, very likely in Atlanta. I mean, there was no perfect solution how to settle the... um. <coughs> This incident after the the ha- after sell this after the Hamlin incident, but I guess with all things considered, um, I guess this was the best possible outcome for the Bills g- given those circumstances. I mean, Miami should be an easy win, and my hope is that they'll be re- that'll be like the Rams game and the Titans game where they're up so big, bi- up big so where they're up big early and they rest their starters. So. I mean, I don't want to treat this as a bye week, but I'm hoping it'll be like a a semi-bye week. And then they will have home field advantage for the divisional round, no matter who they play. And then a neutral field for Kansas City. But as I said, there was no perfect solution. If they were going to finish the Bills-Bengals game, they would have pushed everything back. And that would have put the Bills in a situation where... If they had won they, and got the number one seed, they would not have gotten the reward the buy. So there was, there was no way Buffalo is going to get that buy. But I guess, considering all things, I guess that Bill turned out okay. Obviously, the most important thing is DeMar Hamlin survived, and he's still, he's still alive. That, that trumps anything else. Um, but from a football perspective... I think the Bills turned out okay. Bengals really got screwed out of this. They could have have beaten... But like I said, there was no perfect solution. Now on to the rest of the NFL playoffs. When I look at this NFL playoff format, I see five contenders. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles, 49ers. For these five teams, it is Super Bowl or bust. For the rest of them, you are that for the rest of them are the 2017 Bills. The, the fans of these teams should be happy that their teams are even in the playoffs. <coughs> Baltimore? Initially I was thinking maybe with a healthy Lamar Jackson, they could get up there with um. Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Buffalo. But even then, they have so many problems with their defense, with their coaching staff and Greg Roman. I mean, they got, they got easily defeated by Cincinnati with a week 18 and, and with Lamar Jackson back, if they get him back, then this playoff round should be closer. But I really don't see Baltimore going anywhere in the playoffs. The Chargers, they got they got a nice four game win streak to get into the playoffs. Um, Justin Herbert looked pretty good, but I don't know. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, well, they were the feel good they're the feel good story this year. They went from last place in the entire league to um, division champions. Yes, it was a terrible division, and they won it with a nine and eight record. But um, it just shows how bad of a coach Urban Meyer is. I'm not a huge fan of Doug Peterson, but anyone would have been a, an improvement over Urban Meyer. So Jacksonville should, like I said, they, they should. I, they, I can see them beat the Chargers, but I don't see them going any further. And Miami, like I, I've already went over them, I've, they're probably going to be crushed by the Bills. NFC, like I said, the Eagles and the uh, 49ers are your top two contenders. Even though I do have some question marks on the Eagles, I think the 49ers are the more, are the safe bet to win, to go to the Super Bowl for the NFC. But I do like the Eagles. Then you have the Minnesota Vikings. They have a great record. 13 and four. But that's the only thing that impresses me. They've been so unimpressive, yet they have a 13-4 record. They get blown out in all the games they lose. And, and most of their games are close. And you think of the absolute stupidest ways they won games. That fumble against Buffalo. The 32-point the comeback versus Indianapolis. The 61-yard field goal versus the Giants. They need to go to the Super Bowl to convince me that they are not frauds. And they will be facing the New York Giants. And just like the Jacksonville Jaguars, they got a new coaching staff that got them to the playoffs. And it's, it brings some positive vibes to that team. But like I said, they're, they're in that same category. The fans, the fans of this team, they're the 2017 Bills. They should be happy just to be in the playoffs. Then you have Dallas at 12-5. and Again, of all the teams on the outside, of all those teams out of the top five, Dallas might be the closest one I can put into the top six into that category, even above Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. But I look at this Cowboys team, and I'm just not impressed. I just don't see what they have that rises above the best cowboy teams since their 1990s dynasty. Ever since winning that three Super Bowls in four years in the early 90s, they've only managed to win four playoff games since. And I look at the, I look at this team. I mean, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, but there's one huge reason why I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. Um, Mike McCarthy, if, if they go one and done this year, especially given their opponent, is. um... Then McCarthy needs to be out of, da- out of Dallas. But they'll just start with the process all over again. Jerry Jones meddling with the Cowboys and. Tr- and just. Just run that team to the ground. And I like that. We'll see what. I. I just don't see Dallas pull out this year. Which brings us to Dallas's opponent, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who finished with an eight Tom Brady had the worst year of his career. He went 8-9. But despite that, he won a terrible they won a terrible division and still got to the playoffs. I mean, this is going to be the most interesting game of the year. To see if, I mean, everything's saying that Dallas should destroy Tampa Bay. But you have Mike McCarthy's coach on one end. And you have Tom Brady, who just keeps, at 45 years old, somehow keeps finding ways to win. And you know what? I don't think Tom Brady's done this year. The problem with the Buccaneers is not Tom Brady. He still has a good arm. I can see him go to Miami or Vegas next year and go to a better team. But like I said, Tampa Bay is only here because they won a terrible division. And they're not sold me on the Super Bowl contender. Finally, the CL Seahawks at 9-8. They made they barely made the playoffs in the final week. And they, I'm not expecting much this year. I think they'll lose to San Francisco, but their future is bright. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. This is supposed to be a down year. But not only did they finish 9-8 and overachieved, but they're getting a top 10 draft pick from the Denver Broncos. So, Alvin the last versus Seattle versus San Francisco. But there, but what but put your sunglasses on, Seattle? Your future is bright. And like I said. I'm expecting both two versus seven matchups, Buffalo versus Miami and San Francisco versus um, Seattle to be blowouts. Because the the NFL should not, from a a competitive standpoint, the NFL should not have a seven seed. The Miami Dolphins and the Seattle Seahawks do not deserve to be in the playoffs. The only reason they have these is because the almighty dollar well, that's it for today. What are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRED Show. Get ready for football season. We pray for tomorrow, Hamlin. And it's road and this, this the road of recovery. This is the JRED Show, and I'll see you later.